welcome back to Dropping the Needle, episode seven, your first episode for 2021. It's your boys, Pat Artist, Adam Knitch. Uh, it's your first time checking this show out. Go ahead and hit that subscribe. Go ahead and hit all the notification stuff you like to do so you can see the episodes as they roll through. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> also, check out all the other stuff on uh, Quick Sixer Podcast does. And subscribe on all of the podcast platforms you like. Isn't that right, my boy, Adam Knitch? That's right. <laughs> hit that subscribe button. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Adam. Um, are we going bearded or are we going... Living uh, water. I just spilled beer all over myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all sticky over here, dude. <laughs> love that sticky boy. You know what I'm saying? Bearded iris or living waters? Uh, let's go living waters. Ooh. <clears throat> living, living waters. Okay. Okay. So living waters brewing. This is uh, this is called. Fuck. Goza twin, I guess. Uh, this is a birthday present from your girl, Brittany Fernandez, Brittany, but spooky. It's a 6.0. Um, what kind of, what kind of beer is it? It's all unusual. It's a Goza style cranberry with cranberry, marshmallow, and vanilla. 6.0. Glad you chose this one actually, because this shit was getting warm. Is this supposed to be like a Christmas style beer or something? Like, or like, Ooh, I'll hold up. Bro, this shit's straight up. I'm not fucking with you. I might send you one of these. This oh, shit yeah. smells like fucking uh uh what's that shit? Lucky Charms. Yeah. Ooh, look at that. Pink. Yeah. That's nice. That's real nice. Real nice. <laughs> um <clears throat> okay, so for those of you tuning in, uh Dropping the Needle is Quick Sixer Podcasts music and pop culture uh, podcast or show, I guess you could call it. Just a show. Yeah. Um, we got to start, talk- start talking about pop culture and stuff more too. Though, if we're gonna we do. We do. We got a lot to talk about. It's okay. We do. For this particular one, we do. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, pop culture stuff. Maybe we can do another thing. Fuck it. It's 20, 2022 already. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. Hmm. Hold on. Let's get a quick sip. Look at this purple drink. Purple Dude. stuff all in my cup. Rolling is, it pur- is it really purple? Is it just red? I can't tell. Like, nah, bro. It's purple. Yeah. Here. See, look. If we get close, it's like more of a pink purple. Oh, yeah. Fuchsia is a, is a word I'd say. Fuchsia. I'm still drinking that. Hobbies included. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. Bro, it's a, a lip liquor on this one. A lip liquor. <laughs> a li- lip liquor. A li- 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 liquor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> this episode, you're dropping the needle. We're talking about a, uh, <clears throat> we're talking about the 69th greatest album of all time, according to the 2020 list from Rolling Stone magazine, which is. Well, don't even say it. Let's just talk about for a second how awesome it is that it's at number 69. I know. <laughs> like, also, more fuck yes. You know, like, <laughs> come on. 69. That's what's up. Uh, shout out to you before we announce what this is, because that's dope. Um, <clears throat> this is the third album by said artist. Uh, the first two, I had no shit about. 
until we watched a certain documentary we'll talk about in a little bit. I don't know about you. Did you know anything about that? I didn't know at all. No, about what? The, the first the first two albums that she did. Oh, yeah, yeah a little bit, yeah. <clears throat> also, I think, I don't know, yeah, we'd have to go back in our, our log so far, but I think our first Canadian, yeah. you know, our friends from the north. Yeah. Because also, I think this era also was, I think there was a behind the music. Do you remember that? VH1's <sighs> behind the music. Bro, <laughs> bro go and check it. Going, maybe you probably look it up on YouTube now. But like, yeah. dude, behind the music, bro? Mid-90s, late-90s. Behind the, behind the music. Behind the music. <laughs> behind the music was my favorite fucking show. I swear yeah. to God. I saw every single one, especially... I mean, some of them I even watched two, like two times, you know, you know, yeah. we, we can go back to it, you know, like, you know, fuck you meatloaf. Go, yeah. We watched a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will do anything for love. I don't want so to do going, that. <clears throat> going back to the meatloaf story. Did I even say that it was a girl? <laughs> no, you didn't. You did not say it was a girl. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> Oh my god! Actually, go and check out Instagram uh, for Adam's meatloaf story. It's just titled "Fuck You Meatloaf." So go check that out if you want to hear that clip. All or you can check out the November episode of this show, which is in our playlist in the YouTube channel. You should be subscribed to. All right, Adam, <clears throat> I want you to unveil. This is 2021. 20. Uh, this is 2022. <laughs> fuck. Uh, yeah, fuck. Fuck these last couple of years. That's what uh, I know, right? Too, bro. But um, since we're in 2022, you're, you're, doing- you're three, you're three of the pandemic, bro. Lord. All right. Fuck it. We're going three years deep. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I haven't seen you physically since 2019, I think. Yeah. September 2019. Damn, bro. That's fucking lame. Um, but. We're in a new year. We've been doing this show for a while. I want you to introduce this for this this album. <clears throat> I think I've fucking done it the other times. All right. Well, coming in at number 69 on the Rolling Stone, top 500 is yeah. Jagged Little Pill by Alanis Morissette. Cheers, Alanis. What year? The- 95? 95? 96? 96? <clears throat> 95. 95. 95. She's the fucking goat. You already know it. Um, yeah. So third album by Canadian singer Alanis Morissette released June 13th, 1995 through Maverick. Third album. Yes, third, third album. album. <laughs> but really first album. Yes, first American album. Let's say, well, first United <coughs> States American, American through the United States album. Um, Maverick was... Um, which if you watch, there's a, there's a documentary we're going to talk a lot about throughout this episode called Jagged, which is on HBO. You can go check it out. And uh, I didn't know this, but Maverick is a um, it's it's an American entertainment company founded 1992 by Madonna and some other people. But um, it's owned and operated at a Warner Music. And uh, yeah, she got her first fucking or her american break 
on Maverick, which was cool. Um, <clears throat> first album that was released worldwide. That's why I was saying I didn't know about these other two before this documentary. Also, the first two were fucking pop princess type shit. Like, what the fuck yeah. is it? You know, like, it's so weird. But uh, it says her first two were dance pop sounds. And they're called Atlantis <laughs> 91. And now is the time in 92. These are both when she's a teenager. Okay. Alanis released this album when she was 21 years old. Can you imagine releasing a fucking banger like this at night? 21 years old. Yeah, 21 years old. But I mean, yeah, writing that at 21 makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. Yeah. I mean, living, I mean, you spent some time with me in LA. Living in LA when she wrote this um, at 21. Feel like there's a lot of shit that you can you can kind of get out of that city when you're in that age range, yeah. early twenties, <clears throat> over like where you can fuck up or you can succeed, yeah, or you can fail like completely. And I think this album is all about all that stuff. It's a, uh, it's you know, it's about That's love. Nice. It's about fucking. <clears throat> I mean, fucking sometimes. Uh, yeah. it, you know, it's about you know standing up for yourself, being. There's there's everything you know. It, there's there's feminism in it. There's there's a uh, sex positivity in it. There's uh, fucking questioning religion in it. You know, there's all sorts of stuff in this album. Yeah, it's heavy. It's fully loaded. Yeah, it is fully loaded. And um, yeah. So, anyways, she uh, she was. She's also, which is, this is kind of crazy, but she was a was a Nickelodeon kid for a, for her early oh, yeah. life as a kid. So I think it's Nickelodeon, right? Right? Does that make that's right? Right? I think so. That sounds familiar, but yeah, I'm sure um, probably done the research more on that. But <laughs> no, I feel like I read it and then I just forgot it because you know we're we're doing. I mean, full transparency. Yeah. Doing true I mean, two yeah. episodes As back to back. Tell. I'm kind of faded. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, this, uh, so Jag Little Pill, <clears throat> her first um, album that released in the United States, worldwide as well. Commercial success, obviously. Um, topped the charts in 13 countries, sold 33 million copies worldwide. It's one of the best-selling albums of all time, uh, and she's the first Canadian to achieve double diamonds sales of an album. Wow! Um, it was nominated for nine Grammys and won five, including Album of the Year, uh, making Alanis the youngest artist to win the top honor at the time. Which is no. fucking nuts, dude. Um, yeah. Uh, now, I mean, as as of 2020, this album's 25 years old, so it's 27 years old now. Or 26, if you count the actual date it came out. <clears throat> um, as we record this, but uh, dude, <sighs> she did. Uh, I mean, this has turned been turned into a Broadway play. It won 15 Tony Awards. Including best musical, uh, and she did a. Uh, oh, she began 
a 20th, 25th anniversary Jagged Little Pill tour in 2020, but got postponed due to this bullshit pandemic that we're still fucking with. Year three. Year three, you know. Bow, bow. Um, Just, God, man, it's like... <laughs> I know. We could I be know. done. <clears throat> fucking over it. Um, but yeah, dude, um, her and Glenn Ballard, who you'll learn a lot about in that documentary we talked about, wrote this album together um and it sounds like barely sounds like they scrapped some money together to fly her out the second time to finish it and um yeah pitched this shit to the record company and maverick and they took a chance and that's it man the rest is fucking history um one fun fact um taylor the drummer of foo fighters was the touring drummer of this first tour, which they toured for like 18 months, I think, and yeah. toured the world. And really, yeah, it looks exactly the same. <laughs> exactly the same. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> it, that's so fucking cool that uh, he, like, that was his own, his job before Foo Fires. So it yeah. moved directly from Atlantis to Foo Fires, which is very cool. And the other two but dudes. Also, <clears throat> oh, sorry. It also yeah. shows you too. That, so, so that's all good. But it just shows you too, like how uh, LA is like. You know, they're like it's a big town, but like in the '90s, it wasn't so big yet. And like, I mean, I guess the people older than us probably understand that more. But maybe the young younger people will understand it too. That like in the '90s, I mean, it's like kind of was like you had to network and stuff. So it was like you know they're all kind of, especially that time, like alternative was kind of all they're all in the same pool of you know, yeah. Yeah, you got to keep it in like mind. Internet. Yeah, yeah. You have SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have any of this SoundCloud or fucking Spotify or Apple Music. You got to keep in mind, this is probably even before, <clears throat> well, it's got to be before like uh, pirated music and like LimeWire and all that bullshit. Um, uh, what is it? What, Napster. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. The craziest thing about this, so the other two dudes that toured with her, um, I think are now in Jane's Addiction, which is crazy. So like everybody that toured on this this particular first album are still successful, which is awesome. Um, And yes, highly recommend go watching that HBO documentary, Jagged. Uh, Check it out. It's fucking awesome. And definitely. <clears throat> it's one of my it's one of my favorite things I watched of this year, I think. Yeah, I think so too, actually. I enjoyed every bit of it. Uh it's it gives you I wish the other episodes were better, but oh what? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> I wish true. there there's stronger episodes. I mean that's fine, but I mean yeah. I don't care. I mean, like sad the juice world thing's sad, but like I don't, you know, like I'm not I didn't watch that one. Yeah, I didn't either. I mean, but then there's like a Kenny G one too, which is like kind of interesting. But like you, I mean, I don't give a fuck about like, Kenny G. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whoever chose that was like, what? Yeah. Is the DMX one good? I didn't watch that one yet. Have a, yeah, I watched a little bit of that one. That was pretty. It's actually pretty interesting because like that one was like a lot of like the same like with the uh, Alanis Morissette one was that it. Um, shows a lot of behind the scenes so it was like a lot of like behind the scenes leading up before you know his yeah. tragic death so <clears throat> yeah it's cool to see him interaction you know interacting with his, some of his family and stuff and yeah he's got a big ass family fuck yeah um that dude has so many baby mamas 
yeah. it was like 16 kids too some shit like that um but yeah dude jagged uh jagged little pill what is i mean where do you even start really um yeah if okay well right, let's just start with the with the with the straight out the box right um you will start with you ought to know and bro this song i don't know if you haven't heard this song and just sung your fucking lungs out in the car and you're a you're a fucking psychopath probably <laughs> uh, 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 i think i think so um one of my first girlfriends <clears throat> was obsessed with this album obsessed to the point where i didn't really know shit about Alanis Morissette at the time but this girl was like on a different level about it to the point where when her follow-up album came out i was like oh this would be a perfect gift bought that shit for her and uh yeah she was psyched we broke up like two months later so that was cool <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah um also also another side note um alanis one of the dopest shows i've ever seen live like straight up. i was gonna ask have you seen her because I, I still haven't seen her but oh dude it's amazing and did uh where was it at like was it by ourselves <clears throat> or was that a festival or it was at a uh, music fest and oh, okay. in memphis she was one of the headliners of i think 2018 or 2019 and i think we okay, went back yeah. to back years and dude she she comes out and you know she's been partying a little bit <laughs> but like you can you can tell you can even yeah. you like you're like oh shit she's been getting in you know and she comes out and just fucking crushes it like it's not even yeah. like like you know when you know when you see like um rock stars in movies and stuff and they're like walk out like they're the f- hardest motherfuckers on earth yeah the, she walks out like she's the hardest motherfucker on that stage and she is so it's like <laughs> That's all cool. right uh at that particular um festival if anybody who's listening gets to go you can you can get really close to those stages like it's not hard yeah and um we were maybe 20 people back from the stage like really close like i have some dope pictures but like it was just awesome dude like she's that's cool she's just she's sounds exactly like you think she's gonna sound and just puts on a show dude she's not boring she she's all about it she's gets the crowd into it it's just great man. yeah well it's cool too because like she seems to be one of those artists that like you know she knows what's like you know her bread and butter or whatever and like she does that and is happy to do it and, like no you know what i mean but it still does it to where she ha- you know what i mean like still executes it just as like the first day it came out you know and not just like half-assing it and like yeah oh it's been 25 years you know i'm just here to you know collect the check and go home yeah oh she's still into it like yeah um when i when we saw her i think it was right before or right after her newest album came out and she played like a song or two off of that but most of it I feel like if you see one of these type of artists or like even bands that were or 20, 30 years deep into this shit, they're going to play their hits. Like you're saying, like the bread and butter mm. and they're going to play them good. 
you know, they've been yeah. playing forever. So they're going to do that, but then they're going to sprinkle in some new shit, you know? And yeah. I'm okay with that. You know, that's like a beer break or whatever. You want to go see the, you don't like the new songs yeah. or whatever. Go get a drink. Stand in line for the porta potty. <laughs> there you go. Take a piss. <clears throat> I'm cool with that. Um, but yeah, man, it's like the hits on this fucking album. So you ought to know, hand in my pocket, ironic, you learn, hand, head over feet, all I really want. Like, just, dude, just crushing the fucking yeah. charts. And like, I feel like you could turn on the radio any day in any city in the U.S. to this day. And here you ought to know or hand in my pocket. Yeah. Or I'm on the grocery store. <clears throat> yeah. The target. Like, bro, these are these are songs that are not going away anytime soon. And um, I was talking to Meg about this album. And I was telling her, I was like, yeah, we're going to we're, we're probably going to do Atlantis's uh, Jack a little pill for an episode. And she was like, it's about time you picked a woman. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I agree. But uh, Which we're is not that many because what? It's it's funny because I actually listen to a lot of women artists like you know yeah. like indie artists and Chelsea like gives me shit because like is this another woman artist you're trying to introduce me to? <laughs> yeah, no, and that's the thing though. I, like I fuck with a lot of women <clears throat> artists too. It's like, but I guess with this particular one, it's just uh, there's something there's something about it that just is well, the, the reason we pick albums on. Yeah, the reason we pick albums on this show is because they're timeless. They're not. They're not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Necessarily because they're a certain gender or sex or whatever. Um, but the album in general is timeless. So, Jagged Little Pill is one of those things where it's it it re it's it's good from front to back. I listened to it literally three times today, and. Nice. While I was doing some work and stuff, and it fucking slaps, dude. Like it's yeah. it's it's so good. I even like I like the beat, like the tracks that aren't radio tracks. Well, yeah, because the thing is, it's a cohesive album. It's you know, it's one of those albums that's like you know, it's a masterpiece in the sense that like it's every track is like it leads to the next one, you know. Mm-hmm. And um. And I mean, the lyrics alone, I mean, just the lyrics are so low. I mean, that's for me, it's like music is all about like I, I'd pick a band over like if you're able to sing and like write lyrics over, you know, playing music, you know, you just mm. fucking like sing the lyrics. And if it's like loaded lyrics like that, you know, like that yeah. does it more for me than. <clears throat> okay. Guitar I mean, or... there's um, I don't know. It, there's different stuff that, that picks up for me on different bands, but like. <clears throat> There's a song on this album that I think is interesting. You um, if you listen to it, listen to the whole thing. Uh, there's different things you're gonna pick up on as you, if you watch the Jagged documentary, right? Like we've been talking about. And there's a song on here called um, "Forgiven." I think I think it's "Forgiven." Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's forgiven. Um, there was a certain point where they were touring with people like Radiohead. And this song, I know, I know they this song was out before 
they met Radiohead, but it sounds in the beginning like a Radiohead song, which is crazy. You know, that's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's, I mean, there's just like random shit in this. It's like, makes it like, oh my God, like, dude. That's what's crazy too is, I mean, she's the, you know, the kind of like the, the, uh, the introduction and, you know she introduced like kind of that's her like style of gr- like female grunge or like you know feminism and all that stuff because like i think she was before like liz fair uh mm-hmm. you know and then there's all these other female artists that come after that you know yeah liz fair what uh not not garbage probably garbage uh uh you probably could even throw in um what's it called uh hole stuff like that yeah um yeah dude it's just the cranberries maybe even mm. um this might be like 80s though i think no i don't think so like i think it's early 90s maybe. just like this but um also tragic death um yeah but yeah dude there's just like this album kind of means a lot to different people and I feel like means different things to different types of people. And I feel like that it, this, this particular album meant a lot more to me later in my life so far than it did when it came out. Um, I mean, for context, I was eight years old when this came out. So it was like, yeah, what are you going to do? I mean, you too. Well, what's, What's funny is like my so when it came out, my mom and aunt were like obsessed with this album. So you know, so like yeah. I would be in the car with my mom. My mom would be like jamming this album. <laughs> <laughs> You're sitting there. So, I mean, like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, this was dope. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking awesome. So, yeah, now I see why your mom. Video. Now I see why your mom let us go to Bonnaroo. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mom know, likes it, this album. She likes Howard Stern, which is funny too, because like if you it isn't mentioned that documentary, but like Howard Stern is like kind of like helped her career out a lot too. But like kind oh, of really? dropping her. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, I could do it again. I think he did like an interview with her and stuff, like when that album came out and it kind of that's how more people, like more dudes and stuff got like and you know, you know, like, yeah. oh, she's actually pretty cool. Like that's yeah. what's interesting too. If you look at the documentary and they show the shows and stuff, like how many guys are actually there versus women. I was tripping, dude. I was so <laughs> many guys there. Yeah. Um, that makes sense though. That I mean, you you see, yeah, you watch the documentary and then I think she I think that interview, part of the interview is in there. Uh, yeah, I think it I'm is. I'm not mistaken. Too. But she did so K Rock um is an LA music station, a radio station that kind of breaks a lot of people. And I guess back in yeah. that day. They were the fucking the the peak of where you could go. Yeah. And that's what broke this. So you ought to know yeah. is played on that station and then people I mean, it's kind of crazy. Went crazy. You think if you think about it too, just you know, I mean, like we we grew up in Memphis, but you know, like even that but like as a kid and even like, you know, um it's like high school and in early college, it's like, yeah, like even early college for us, like a lot of stuff did break through K Rock. I mean, everybody kinda knew K Rock as like the oh yeah, yeah. what's well, gotta go there first before it, you know. Exactly. Actually, That's this is kind of big. interesting. <clears throat> I didn't know what the fuck K Rock was until um, I moved. I, no, I visited a friend named Justin in LA to like get a feel for what LA was. Mm-hmm. 
and he turned on k-rock as soon as uh i got in the car and i was like what the fuck is this station because it was it was kind of like banging i was like every song yeah. i was like this is sick oh yeah i mean it's like yeah it's whatever is like you know it's current it's not just like you know it's not like what we have with 93x and it's like half of it's from you know yeah yeah <laughs> 2005 yeah. it's like it's a song from 95 yeah i mean they might throw in a track here and there that's like throwback like one one an hour you know yeah but uh yeah k-rock is fucking jamming and i was like dude what is this he's like oh dude this is k-rock and you not know k-rock takes i was like yeah uh <laughs> i don't fucking know like i'm skateboarder from memphis i don't fucking listen to this like what are you talking about and uh yeah, so that kind of broke me on that. You know, shout out Justin for that shit. But um, weird story about that dude. But I got. But uh, I, I'll hit you with it real quick. Real <laughs> story time. Pat. Blast. <laughs> it's your boy. Um, so Justin lived in this apartment, and he told me we were in the same uh, film uh, program at U of M, and the same one that you you were in, and Drew yeah. was in. And uh, Justin got this job and I was like, oh, sick. You know, like, that's that's super cool. Like, when you go out there, maybe I can come visit, right? He's like, oh, yeah, that'd be fucking awesome. And so he's in the middle of this job and I go in, out and visit for a weekend. And he stay, he's in this apartment. He's like subletting a room or whatever. There's like two other roommates in there, right? And... I was actually you saw this this apartment. This is the wildest shit. I don't know if I ever told you this. Uh, so we're staying <clears throat> this apartment, this three bedroom apartment. There's in Sherman Oaks, and it was the same apartment I saw. Mm-hmm. So it's so like you took that you took that apartment over. I'm I'm getting to it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um, he he some shit didn't work out, and he he left L.A. And I moved to LA like the next year and I ended up subletting a room with somebody in Hollywood and they lived in Hollywood for like six months and it came up. I was on a show with a few people and they were like, Oh shit, we're all looking for apartments. What's all, let's look for apartments together. And I was like, all right, cool. Uh, let's drive around and look for some fucking signs, you know, like availability. Yeah. And I was like, man, I wonder, like legit, I was, it was at night. And I was like, I wonder, <laughs> like, I just had this feeling, dude, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so we just go driving through Sherman Oaks and, um, we pull, we pull up to where this apartment is. And, uh, actually I'm gonna hit you with something real quick. I'm gonna hit you with something. What's up, bro? Uh, fuck. Oh, God damn. It's, um, oh, fuck me. Um, one sec. Sorry, bro. <laughs> it's just going to be like 20 minutes up. No, oh, no, no. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> oh, man. What is it? What is it? Oh, yeah. It's her. That's what it is. Yeah, bro. that's what it is. <laughs> 44. Uh, 436. Oh, shit. No, it was, um, 
I think it's 44. Yeah, yeah. 4411 Ventura Canyon Boulevard or Avenue. And, yeah, and Sherman Oaks. Always like, please, please don't visit me. Go and check it out. Go and knock on the door. 207. Um, it was a pretty cool place, though. <clears throat> I liked it. It was cool. Yeah. So apartment 207. It was upstairs in the back. Um, it was hot as fuck because it was over the parking lot. And there's no AC in that apartment. So that's most of LA, huh? Yeah. But anyway, so we move into this apartment. I, we, we drive past, right? And I'm like, oh, fuck. I wonder there's a, a like a for a lease sign outside. And I was like, oh, fuck. I wonder if it's the same one. We call the thing. It's the same one that Justin was in. I was like, oh, bro. I think I got to <laughs> do I got to do it. And so we we rent this apartment, this three-bedroom apartment, me and these two people. And uh, shout out, Tony. And uh, I had the option to be in the exact same room that this motherfucker let me stay in <laughs> on the floor. And I was like, this is like, wild, oh, bro. Yeah. How the tables have turned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instead, the turntables have turned. I have the turntables, <laughs> you know. Uh, and, anyways, I ended up staying in his uh, drug dealer roommate's room because it had an air conditioning unit. Nice. So it's it just it only smelled like weed occasionally. Occasionally, it really did. Uh, but uh, I'm sure, it was the only only room in the apartment that had uh, air conditioner besides the living room. No, that, that was a pretty cool apartment though for like a three bedroom. Mm-hmm. But anyways, yeah, that's the story about that. But um, yeah, dude, K Rock was uh introduced to me then, and it stayed on my radio thing on my in my car the whole time I lived there. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Shout out yeah. to like radio stations still like doing their thing. Yeah, it's tough, but there's still some getting it out there yeah i'm fully convinced there's a radio station here that just runs out of a garage um but i'm not <laughs> not positive though what is it? it's just what a conspiracy you know <laughs> it's called it's it's like what an you... oldie station called hippie radio oh. in nashville oh, okay i wonder yeah. if it's like the oldie station that's here in new orleans maybe but it, it there's always two people <clears throat> it's pam and tony they're the hosts pam and tony yeah, and they had, and I'm like, bruh, they're the only ones there, and they had this like fill-in person recently, and I'm like, bruh, oh, God, <laughs> I was like, bro, I think this is just like their neighbor. I think I, no. oh, and then like I came Pam, up with the, hey Tony, yeah, yeah, no, well, I came up, we're coming in from next yeah, yeah, door. I came up with the, <laughs> with a, the theory that like, these fuckers just li- just like do this shit out of a garage, and. Yeah. You know, like the the the, ho- the the guest host was just like their neighbor. They came over to like watch their cats. You know? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Well, I don't know. Shout out to him and Tony. Oh, but anyways, you said that your uh, your mom and your aunt were all about this album. Like, uh, yeah. is there anything like partic- Have you ever talked to your mom or aunt about it? Yeah, my, my mom still talks about it. Like, my mom still listens to it pretty regularly, I guess, when she's, like, cleaning the house and shit. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. so. But, I mean, no, because I think it was just that time and they were, like, young, you know? Like, when I was eight, they were probably, like, what? So, like, late, or uh, I guess in their 30s, you know? So, mm-hmm. early 30s. Yeah. 
people so. had kids young back then, bro. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying. That's why I was like, you know, probably, you know, around that time. I mean, she was like, you know, close to our age, you know, now, like, that's crazy. You know, so like, if you imagine if that album came out, we'd probably still, we'd be banging that thing right now. You know, like, I'm banging that thing right now. But uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's, I've talked to Meg about this a lot of times. Like, um, her mom, or she says that her mom and her used to listen to it like every day on the way home from yeah. school. That was the thing too. It's like, it was kind of like my mom and sister listened to it too. You know what I mean? Like, so. Mm-hmm. it's just i mean just in general dude it's just it has a lot I mean, of it's like plus it's so strong i mean it's like you know i was like that's what i was like i'm like you know happy with my mom like you know listening to that with my sister versus like you know like taylor swift <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> britney spears or oh shit britney you know, was hard right there too, yeah yeah, yeah. But, now probably a year you know or two I mean? later, Britney Spears. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I don't. It's 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 fun to go back to in these times and like kind of revisit the the themes of this album. Like check it out in a. I hate to say it, but I'm like a more woke lens, you know, air quotes on that. But just to, to be more you know, acclimated with what the fuck's going on in the world. And some of the shit that she talks about is shit that, you know, women have had to deal with forever. And she was Mm -hmm. fucking, she, you know, screaming at the top of her lungs, everyone here on this one, which is, is great. You know, you know, and open a door for everyone else to do this, the follow suit, you know? Yeah. Which, you know, take some fucking, some, some low hangers, bro. Like she was, she was killing it. And it's, it's funny to think like she's, she's killed it for fucking three decades now, which is like for anybody. Yeah. Isn't, is insane. But it, and what's weird too, like that album too is like, it's kind of like grunge, but it's not grunge. It's kind of like its own thing. That's what makes it so timeless is the fact that it was like, you can kind of try to put it in, the pigeonhole of like you know grunge and like with the nirvana yeah. and like you know all that stuff but it's not you yeah know. put it in the the nirvana pearl jam fucking yeah all that stuff but you know there's like there's some stuff on there like like not the doctor and wake up are kind of they're two of my favorite songs off of it honestly yeah um the the two last songs if you're looking at it mm-hmm. but um it's just like there's a weird build to one of them. I, I feel like it's the wake up one. Yeah, I think it's wake up. There's a weird build to it. And it's like it goes slow, hypes, hypes, peaks, and then drops down again. And then does it a few more times. And you're like, you feel like you you just ran like a fucking race or something. You're like, holy shit. What yeah. the fuck did this song just do to me? Um, But yeah, man, it's. And I mean, you learn is probably, yeah. I don't know. It's one of those songs, dude. It's, it's just, it's just, you know, you know, there's, there's sometimes you just think you're like, man, that's just one of those songs. Like you can't, it's just good. You know, no way around yeah. it. I mean, ironic's probably my favorite though. Oh, ironic's amazing. Um, You ought to know it just fucking slaps though. Like, yeah. God damn. Sure. That shit comes on. It's we're going in. I don't care who's in the yeah. car. 
We're going in on it. Full on fucking group karaoke style. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> have you seen um that was so funny about this? Have you seen Book Smart? You've seen Book Smart, mm-hmm. have you? That scene. Debatably. <laughs> I think but dude, Book Smart is fucking amazing. It's so good. It's so underrated, dude. It's so underrated. It's also it's it's funny too, like oh, so now we're talking about some pulp culture stuff, but yeah, it's funny that that book smart there's been two movies that so there's i was going to say that um how what's the i just draw a blank of what i was trying to say but super super bad kind of yeah. opened the door for like those movies like book smart book smart's yeah. one and then um have you seen uh, good boys good boys is a, is another seth rogan joint <laughs> dude it's uh, so but it's there's funny also super bad dude it's yeah, fucking I think it's funny. funnier than super bad. It's funnier than super but, bad. And then there's like what Edge of 17, which is fucking amazing. Yeah. I think you can catch that on Netflix mm-hmm. still. Um <clears throat> Edge of 17 is fucking amazing. I forgot about I forgot about Edge of 17. That's dude, Haley Steinfeld's probably best role ever. Like yeah. for real. Also great and great in Hawkeye. Oh my god. Yeah. Um you, you're digging that show. Oh, loving it. I haven't watched the the New newest episode. Oh shit, bro! But, well, at the time of recording this, episode four is out, and Adam yeah. has not watched it. Here's a spoiler: three. Oh shit! Four, four. Yeah. All right, you gotta watch them tonight. Are you and Chelsea watching yeah. them? Yeah, we are. But like, she's. I mean, she's been like, you know, just working so much that, like, you know, she yeah, gets yeah. home and it's like, go go ahead and watch them both tonight. Episode four got a fun little cameo. Oh yeah. Yeah, if you've it's seen actually, other it's been Marvel surprisingly, shit. it's been so much better than what I thought it would be. It's so good. Also, it makes like Hawkeye a, such Hawkeye, a more interesting know. character, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Haley, I love Christmas fucking theme. love Haley Steinfeld. Oh my god. Um, her shit, her Dickinson show <laughs> on Apple Plus, amazing. Oh, you watched that? It's so good. It's so fucking good. Check it out. Um, it's like it's like. If fucking Emily Dickinson was, if they spoke like we speak now, yeah, okay, gotcha. It's fucking, it, dude. It's fucking awesome. Gotcha. Yeah. You need, you need to get on that succession, though, bro. Mm. There's a lot of shit I need to get on. You know what I'm saying? Um, you would like succession. I know. I watched the first episode and cringed the fuck out of me, bro. <laughs> I, I couldn't. But you got to keep on. You got to keep on. Like, bro, I got so like, cringe so though. I was like, it gets oh so God. funny though. It gets so funny. Cousin Greg, dude, it's the best. Bro, like, I got so <laughs> cringed out though. I was like, oh God. <laughs> They're terrible people. That's the fun. That's the shit. Like, that's the thing about it. It's like another show about terrible people. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. It's like an opposite office. You know, it's a show about great people. Good job. Bro, I don't know about you, but like, Two beers I've been hitting on, pretty, pretty hit, pretty heavy. You know what I'm saying? Well, dude, you drank like eight percent. Luckily, I just you know kept it a little light with uh, these six <laughs> percent. That goes the shit. I just it. included. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That goes the shit. It's I just had. Uh, it's already done. You know. Spikes. If you watch our last episode, it took me a minute to drink that shit, but this one was hella quick. Yeah. But anyway, um, oh god. Um, you got anything else to say about this? About the album? Yeah. 
I don't know. Well, I got some other shit about some pop culture shit. Um, no. <laughs> uh, Haley Steinfeld, though. That? <laughs> Good. Didn't you know she released an album? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, don't I, don't know. Know. I mean, like, shit, though. you say that name, but it's like, it's one of those names. I'm like, I know who she is. I could, if you told me, like, that's Haley Steinfeld, like, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> You know, she was in Pitch Perfect 2 and 3. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I like her a lot. You know what I'm saying? What's up, Haley? Okay. <laughs> uh, no, no, she's dope. Uh, I don't know, oh, man. I don't got too much to say, too much else to say about Jackie the Little Pill. Um, it's... It's just one of those things. Like I feel like this is one of those albums I'll be listening to forever, just because it's good. Like it's it's timeless. It doesn't fucking. There's some. I was thinking about timeless music uh, the other day, because I was watching the Three Six Mafia first Bone Thugs verses, and uh, you know they got that song. Uh, Oh, fuck what the fuck is that song it's about like thug is ruggish bone <laughs> no 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 it's a three six song i'm gonna look it up real quick thug is ruggish bone they fuck that's like that's the only good song they have no it's not the first of the month is the best song Dude, they have that's that's the only song i think that's good but Bone Thugs, I mean, that's the thing is I never really listened to most. I was like, dude, this is like no competition for three six. No, no three, no competition at all. No. Oh, so I was listening to, oh, so I was watching that, that fucking, well, me and you were live chatting that fucking. Yeah, we should have uh, done that. We should have done a podcast on that alone. We should have live fucking brought, live <laughs> that's done That's what we should thing. do tonight. We should stay up all night tonight and do the uh, free Larry Hoover. <laughs> oh, fuck. Here we go. Free Larry Hoover. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That, that Kanye Drake thing Benefit, uh, yeah but uh, Larry Hoover shout out Apple or shout out uh, Amazon Prime it's like free Larry Hoover but Amazon Prime uh, uh let's get that back yeah right <laughs> 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 no no I was thinking so it, it, it spawned me listen to uh uh the fucking uh 36 Mafia Central's playlist on Apple Music and I was okay. like all right you know I'm gonna check this out so uh, of course, I've listened well, to it first before, before you go in, but before you go in on that, like let's. I'm gonna say this, okay? So you motherfuckers with your app, with your Spotify, you know, year in review, it's like Apple Music. We get lossless audio plus the Adobe Atmos, yeah, <laughs> and we get the Essentials playlist. Yeah, y'all get a year in review. It's like, oh, cool. It's like shit you already know. It's like your top five albums are the same top five albums you've listened to for the last five years. <laughs> Adam's hot cool. take. Here you go. <laughs> sure, we're gonna have to do that every month. Adam's hot take of the month. Okay, um, hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Um. So, this song, Two Way Freak, right? Featuring the chat. Uh, I was thinking about like timeless songs and how some songs from like particularly three six don't fucking age bro and uh two way freak is one of those and it's not one they played during the during the fucking show but it's all about fucking b 
beepers and pagers and shit. So I was yeah. like, oh my God. And like, I guess texting at early texting and shit at that time. Yeah. But can you even imagine, dude, like trying to play one of those songs right now, like being a person on stage talking about pagers and fucking. Dude, even because you're not, you don't smoke weed, but even listening to like, um, where's the bud? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's just so outdated, dude. <laughs> There's like some shit in there that's like so of the time, you know, you're just like, what the fuck like, are you talking about? Cheese. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. Cheese is like a strain from like straight up 95, dude. Like, oh my God, this man, the weed <laughs> is storing over here. Oh my God. <laughs> But then there's some other shit in here that's like, well, actually, like, you know, there's tons of shit in here that's like, you can't, like, like, Bin Laden weed, that shit's probably not going to register for anybody. That's... Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah, like, bro, no one that is under 25 years old is going to know what the fuck you're talking about. Maybe even 30, like, for real. Yeah. But I I don't know, it was just like, when we thought about... what was crazy like the thing that was, was crazy too is what i was gonna say is i've been telling you like off the podcast but like you know the i kind of some kids that are like you know they're like mid 20s 25 26 and it's like they're like oh man i know about that through six mafia and they're like you know stoked on it and like i'm gonna go see them in miami at this festival or whatever you know so it's like that's what's interesting too is to see like how it's you know creating that you know that 25 year olds now are listening to this shit that was cool in the 90s you know early 2000s because they were like kids yeah. you know it's just it's yeah when you when we talk about that it trips me out because like i remember us listening to three six one and like being real into it like heavy heavy into it when like like probably what 2004 something like that yeah and we were working at sonic is our like we're 16 years old (laughs) and senior year senior year dude we remember we skipped like it was like senior skip day or whatever. We skipped. We went to fucking Cats Music. And so Did we? shout out to Cats Music. Yeah. If you know a cat about Cats Music. Oh, shit. Cats Music was the like local record store um, in Memphis. And uh, we bought, uh, I bought a Black Keys album, Magic Potion, 2006. Oh, my and then, God. And then I bought, we bought, or maybe, yeah, maybe I already had it, but it was uh, um, uh, the, their six mafia album most unknown or whatever not yeah most not most uh most known unknown yeah 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 that was before last to walk that was before that had, uh that had uh i uh, gotta stay fly yeah yeah that was i was that one yeah that hidden track that shit was hard uh right I, dude, I can't even remember this i don't remember that at all but i know you drove because i didn't have a car yeah i know but yeah, then we went back like we like skipped and then we went back for like the last period or something that makes sense so, like, yeah did yeah. but <laughs> maybe we had a test or something i don't know yeah. but uh that makes sense i don't know we were, doing, we were smoking a lot of weed at that time i don't know i think it might have, we might have been picking up dill though maybe we, i don't know we were doing some shit back then i was it was some it was a wild time. <laughs> uh, yeah, bro. I don't, dude. That's dope. I can't. I I have no recollection of that except for you buying that Black Keys album. Yeah, which is cool. 
Um, yeah, man. But it's like, it's so wild. Like thinking about kids that are getting into three, six and stuff now, or even through like just gangsta booze, fucking features on stuff. Yeah. Also, I'm just going to lay this out there for the whole internet to hear, but gangsta booze, the most underrated rapper in three, six mafia straight up for sure. It it, it kind of bums me out too, because it's like, I don't, like there's got to be something going on between all of them because i mean like why doesn't you know juicy j and them like oh like i saw him on a podcast recently like oh yeah gangsta bush is underrated it's like but hey motherfucker why don't you ever help her out and mix like fucking beats for her you know like, yeah kill it together like that's what's yeah. so weird it's like you always sit there and say that you're like yeah well, you know she's great but like even in even in the verses like they didn't really like juicy didn't really they seemed to be like kind of fucking with her you know yeah it's kind of yeah. sad like yeah because she's yeah she's definitely gets it dude like she's yeah she's with the shit like for sure she's definitely the most underrated official member uh i think the most underrated member and i mean shout out to all the jewels shout out shout out to run the jewels or put her on dude they know what's up you know yeah the most underrated rapper in the whole hypnotized hypnotized camp posse is project pat straight up dude has not gotten his due even though he's been on like fucking bangers with Drake and like, uh, you know, the dude is, I mean, chicken head and some other, and a couple other songs yeah. are just their cultural things, you know, Shout but, out, man, uh, in, used to come into Whole Foods and get that green juice. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. Do project that <laughs> it is the dude. Like he's the fucking dude. And like one of the dudes I worked with was like stomping the whole thing. He's like, what up, Mr. Player, don't play. And he's just like, oh, what up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He's real as fuck, you know? I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, that's, that's thing is shout out to anybody from like Memphis, like that's in the rap game because it's like, I mean, Young Dolph, like rest in peace, dude. Like, you know, the fact that they still, they're about it, man. They're like down to earth. They, you know, they're not like, oh my God, I made all these millions. I'm going to like just vamp out and, you know, never come back. And, you know, yeah. And shit that young dog came back to like help out you know give out turkeys and shit you know that's mm-hmm. what's fucked up it's like you know trying to help out the city yeah there's no one else helping on memphis that's for sure no some bullshit it's a wreck dude that city's a wreck bro it's a wrap on that city yeah it really is it's i mean everyone used to tell me like as we were growing up or whatever I, you know go visit family and shit like meet random people they'd be like oh bro i heard memphis is pretty gnarly i'm like like i get I, I guess you know see you never like you always kind of stay out in bartlett and kind of you know i mean for a yourself, hot minute like, but like yeah i mean i slept but, I mean, in bartlett but we were always like even in high school we were all over the place for shows and yeah fucking and but, I mean, skating like, you know, but, like the second i got like, a living what you were gonna say? I was just saying, like for me, like living out in like you know Midtown or Uvill Mary and stuff, just that alone, like you would always see shit going down, you know. Yeah, well, I like, feel like he... from like Midtown to like even FedEx, like I mean, that's that's gnarly drive, but still, it's like you know it's heavy. Yeah, yeah, see, see some shit. You do, yeah, yeah. No, I feel like the the minute I got a license is when uh, I really learned what Memphis was about. Yeah. Um. Because, you know, growing up skateboarding in Memphis was a, a whole different game. Like, if you're going to find some cool shit to skate, sometimes it's in yeah, it's in the fucking try, hood, yeah. you know? Yeah, everything's, yeah, life, uh, life for yeah. life, bro. 
<laughs> yeah yeah so like you know we go and skate some places that i i definitely wouldn't go and hang out you know what i'm saying yeah no, like you sure. go in the daytime you go yeah. when for a little while you know you don't no. go for the whole day and you don't you lock your car you you know where your shit's at it was more of like a i don't know man it's just it, it Going back there recently is it just feels different, you know. It feels gnarlier, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Maybe it's just being a kid and like you know, when I say kid, you know, like 16 to 22, but like maybe it's being a kid and like not really recognizing how fucking gnarly it was, but I feel like it's gnarlier now. I really do. Not for sure. Um, but anyways. Um, I feel like Atlantis, going back to Atlantis real quick, wrap it up. You know what I'm saying? Um, Atlantis is timeless. This album, we're going to feature some more female albums this year, 2022, but, um, specifically one, I think I want to do from, mm, I don't know yet, but one of these, I got a couple, I got a couple I could do female. Yeah. I feel like I, I really want to, but this particular one, if you haven't heard it, go and check it out. Uh, 1995's Jagged Little Pill. It's just, it's legit, mostly hits that you've probably heard, plus like some other songs that are just as good. She could have released it. Put on your huh? favorite flannel and your favorite, you know, thrash denim yeah bro just you know <laughs> don't wash your hair for a couple of days let's do this you know um but it's just it's one of those albums that like every song could have been on the radio but it wasn't yeah and it's fucking awesome so go and check it out also you made it to the end of this video this podcast go ahead and hit subscribe check out the next version of this february 2022's episode uh, if it's a podcast service, subscribe too. That'd be dupe. That'd be, uh, that'd be dupe. dupe. <laughs> that'd be dope. Don't dupe yourself. <laughs> Don't dupe yourself. But yeah, um, subscribe, hit the notification stuff if you like that stuff. Uh, leave some comments if you suggest yeah. an album. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah. Somebody suggest one. Yeah, give us some suggestions. Like, let's let us know what you're into. Yeah, maybe we'll do a, a fucking a month of just suggested albums. That'd be cool. Like, give yeah. us some new shit to listen to. But uh, Adam, you got anything else to say about uh, Linus Morissette's Jagged Little Bill? No, I don't think so. I I, I just want to add that I want to see her, and she uh, she did a uh, here she came to Jazz Fest a couple of years ago and did an acoustic set. Ooh, so that, that sounds, sounds nice. But yeah, that's all I, I have to add to it. Yeah, if you get the chance, go and check her out. She's awesome. But this is dropping the needle. It's your boys, Badars and Knitch. This is a quick sixer podcast. Go and check us out. Love you guys. We out.